0: Conspiracy Show with Richard Seren. Hello. Thanks for inviting me into your home, your long haul truck, RV, camper, your parents' basement, loft, taxi. That greasy spoon just off the interstate in your cabin in the woods. This is The Conspiracy Show. My name is Richard Sarrett. A special hello to all of you listening in on one of our affiliate stations. If you want to check uh, to find an affiliate station near you, you can go to the website strangeplanet.ca and uh, just go to the radio page and then from there to the affiliates page. Those of you listening to the podcast at talkzone.com, those of you watching us uh, live on YouTube, streaming the YouTube uh, the Hangout on Air, and uh for those who want to partake and watch a radio program on YouTube, just go to my Twitter feed at Richard Serrett. Find the tweet at or near the top of the feed containing the HOA and just click on that. And then you can stream this radio program on YouTube. Those of you who are listening via the app, the Conspiracy Show app, however and wherever you are listening, I bid the welcome and I thank you for your fine company. Ali remains with us, and uh, we are going to continue. This will be part two of our uh, conversation. He has a new documentary project out called Goliath Rising. It will be released in ten-part installments. And the trailer is now up at his website, thinkagainproductions.com. And uh, we have been talking and will continue to discuss uh, the link between the modern-day UFO ET alien abduction phenomena and... Uh, Biblical accounts of uh, Nephilim, uh, fallen angels, and uh, so forth. Now, before that, I just want to mention... uh, Thank you for my water, by the way, Albert. Uh, If you missed it earlier, Albert... um, did not succeed this week in identifying what was in the box, but we'll try it again next week. He's a, our remote viewer friend, and uh, na- last week, he just about nailed it this week. Well, not so much. That's alright. Uh, before we get to uh, Ali Siadatan, I just got I have to mention this, uh, because of course this continues to be the story, and that's the current, the, uh, the U.S. presidential election. Um, but, oh, by the way, just a reminder, uh, Ambassador Leo Emil Wanta, the $26.5 trillion man, uh, Ronald Reagan's secret agent will return to the program next week for two hours. And um, Leo doesn't believe there's going to actually be an election. Now, get this. This is from our friends at WND. Uh, Trump, Hillary, how about a nice major extinction event? Get this. 24% of millennials would prefer the latter, a major extinction event, according to a poll. To say there is discontent over the presidential choices among millennials in 2016 is an understatement, according to a new poll conducted by the University of Massachusetts at Lowell. Nearly 40% of the respondents between the ages of 18 and 35 say they would prefer Barack Obama appointing himself president for life, while 24% say they would prefer a giant meteor striking Earth and causing the extinguishing of human life to either of the two major party candidates moving into the White House in January. The extinction-level event won a majority of votes when matched up head-to-head against a Donald Trump presidency, while 34% preferred it, meaning a meteor striking the earth, (laughs) to Hillary Clinton. I'll get the mighty Aphrodite to tweet that out as well, at Richard Serrett. Ali dot com, And again, the uh, documentary is Goliath Rising. And uh, we welcome Ali back to the program. Ali, thanks for staying with us. How are you? I'm fine, thank you, Richard. All right. You got everything you need. you got water. you I got uh, All right, some, uh, I some snacks. Okay. Well, let us uh, soldier on. Okay. So, uh, previously, we were talking about Biblical, biblical accounts of giants, the Nephilim, and how they came into being, and what happened to them after the flood, and, and evidence for uh, the giants in uh, North America, South America, the elongated skulls, in, um, uh, um, the, and, and L.A. Marzulli's investigation of those. Uh, you mentioned that these giants seem to appear in history uh, in order to forestall sort of the, the uh, fulfillment of the, the biblical narrative. So, which let me just ask this as our first order of business. The uh, you know one of the most amazing uh, fulfilled prophecies in the Bible is that the you know the 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 Jewish diaspora, uh, Jewish tribes scattered around the world would return uh, to Israel two thousand years uh, after that nation was destroyed, and Israel would reform, which it did in nineteen forty eight. So it would seem logical then. Given that, uh, for example, a, a giant named Goliath uh, attempted to slay David, uh, uh, and that is, you know, the uh, in the line of, of of Judah and so forth, which Jesus was part of that lineage. So, if you want to prevent Jesus from being born in the first place, then you have to kill David. So, were there? Let me cut to the quick. Were there giants seen uh, reported? Um, in the Holy Land around 1948 in order to forestall the for, the, the creation, of the rebirth of the nation of Israel.
1: Uh, no, uh, it came out in a, a completely different way. It was called the Holocaust. And it was, as, as uh, the 1917 Balfour Declaration uh, made a provision uh, for the Jewish people to return, the white papers stopped them in their tracks in Europe and then the gates of hell opened it seems and the Nazis and the power behind them poured out, and that was Satan's attempt. But ironically, the very thing that Satan was hoping to do to stall the creation of what would lead to his fall and the loss of his own power, the state of Israel, fulfilling prophets, as you say, uh, was the very thing that actually God used to turn the hearts and minds of his people in that direction and say, well, perhaps you do need the safety of your own uh, government. And so that was very interesting. How, but that's what tried to stop them. It wasn't giants? It was the Nazis.
0: <laughs> right. Okay. Now, um, so we we need to begin to make the connection, and I need you to build the case, uh, which is really the sort of the the central theme of Goliath Rising. Uh, that the the to make the case that the modern day UFO ET alien abduction phenomena it really connects back to uh You know that that passage in 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 Luke uh, where Jesus tells his disciples about the end times, and uh you know it 'll be like the as it was in the days of Noah, meaning the flood uh you know when the Son of Man returns for the second time i 'm paraphrasing of course, yes. uh, so what let 's begin to build the case that um, to build that case
1: um well. It's, it's interesting, but the case, in a way, begins in understanding uh, something that Jesus quotes uh, when he's, when he's told and chastised and saying, "Why do you call yourself Elohim, in the name of God? Why do you call yourself divine?" He then quotes to them Psalm eighty two six, where it says, um, "I have said, you are Elohim," speaking of humans, "you are Elohim, and you, are, and all of you are children of El Elyon, of the Most High." And he says, well, if you, those who received the scriptures were called Elohim, then how can, why would I be blaspheming? I came from heaven. Um, and and we see this also in the genealogy of Jesus in in the Gospel of Luke, where it goes all the way back to Adam, and then it says, and Adam was the son of Elohim. So it refers to what happened in the book of Genesis. Um, the, the, all of these beings that are in the Bible, they are called Elohim, and we are of them, and that's why we're in this great cosmic tale. That's... That's how the Bible says it. Now, there's a subcategory of beings called the sons of God, the benai Elohim. And then there is the messengers, the malak. But this is how the Bible divides these beings. Um, Now, in in the Christian language, we've taken the word of angel and we've stretched it to encompass all of these and we've kind of put them in a big, big ball of wool and thrown them into a ghostly realm. But the Bible... Tells us that we are and these beings with God at the helm, we are all called Elohim. So, so the sons of Elohim, they um, are, are a subcategory of these beings. And as you kind of keep reading the mosaic of the Bible, what you see is that one third of them have gone with Satan, whose ambitions are recorded for us to be the one who is the leader of all of these beings.
0: Okay, but when when Jesus says, you know, the the end times or my second coming, it'll be. Uh, as it was in the days of Noah, and I want to focus on um, when you're building the case that what's going on today, particularly with the alien abductions, and we'll get into yes. Dr. David Jacobs' research here in a moment. Yes, um, how that relates to what Jesus was saying, as in the days yes, of Noah. The
1: days of Noah. So there has been, you know, a huge uh, starting with ID Thompson. There's been a huge turning of heads into the days of Noah. Well, what were the days of Noah like? As we have Chuck Missler explaining in our first documentary, UFOs, Angels, and Gods, that the days of Noah were the days of the Nephilim. Now, the contamination of the human gene pool was massive in those days. Uh, Nothing like it has been seen until today. Uh, there was a very special uh, you know, coming of these uh, fallen angels and and the race of Seth and Cain, who, who were affected by this so global that apparently only one family, the family of Noah from the line of Seth, was found without blemish, and the race had to continue through him in the later post flood nephilim stories it 's always a very local contamination it 's very still massive on the scale of of, of the races you know people keep reproducing over the thousands of years, but we don 't see anything like that. They of Noah until today when uh, we look into the UFO phenomenon and we see that the heart of it is the creation of hybrids Um, uh, looking at the research of Bud Hopkins of Dr. Jacobs even of Johnny Mack who was the head of psychiatry at Harvard when you're looking at uh, the, the evidence of the UFO phenomenon and why is the UFO phenomenon related to the angelic world and, and to, to the sons of God in the Bible? Well, when you look at the whole story of these beings um, with God at the helm in the Bible, the Elohim, it talks about their vehicles and their chariots. They're called the Merkabah in the Bible or the Rikab, which takes Elijah. These have been translated as chariots, but in the Bible's Hebrew it means vehicles. It's just that today there was nothing until today other than chariots to be a vehicle,
0: right? So it, it, we have, of course, reference to Ezekiel's wheel. We have uh,
1: reference to Ezekiel's wheel. We have a reference to uh, the so Magi's follow a star that stops on one. So three. these
0: were the vehicles that the fallen angels and the other angels were flying around in. So yes. again, these were not winged creatures. No, we see These that were physical today. bodies in some sort of flying craft. Listen, yes, we'll take we a timeout, Ali. Today, clearly in the UFO phenomenon. All right, we'll 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 take a time out. Alicia stays with us. Think again, and the documentary is Goliath Rising. And we will rise again in mere moments. When you look at the sky, ever wonder if someone's looking back? This is The Conspiracy Show with Richard Sarrett from Zoomer Radio. To speak with Richard live, call 416-360-0740. Or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Welcome back to the transmission, The Conspiracy Show. My name is Richard Serrett, and uh, please say hello on Twitter and follow at Richard Serrett, uh, the website StrangePlanet.ca. Uh, Albert, when is uh, Stanton Friedman coming on the program again? Stanton is, uh, is it next uh, uh, two weeks or?
1: End of November. End of last, November. Last week of November.
0: Last week of November. Alright, Stanton Friedman upcoming on the program. I mentioned uh, Leo Wanta for the full two hours next week. Ali Aditan is with us now as we continue to discuss his uh, new project. This is quite unique, a unique way of... He's got 20 hours of of, um, of footage. He's releasing it in 10-minute segments. It will be released on Vimeo, and you can see the trailer at his website, thinkagainproductions.com. It's called Goliath Rising, and we're talking about uh, uh, the connection between the uh, modern-day alien abduction phenomenon and... Uh, the Bible, the Old Testament, accounts of the Nephilim, and uh, so if the the Nephilim, the giants, were doing the bidding of of Satan to forestall the arrival of of Christ, and then to forestall, I guess, then the second coming, is that the the purpose of the modern day alien abduction phenomenon to forestall hmm. the, I, uh, the the biblical narrative?
1: It's not to forestall it. I, I've been studying the mind of Satan and the fallen angels since I started researching this in the mid 1990s, and I think I've developed a kind of an understanding. Um, in the Garden of uh, Eden, we see a very important clue where Satan doesn't directly, uh, you know, kill or murder uh, Adam. He just makes a suggestion. He just makes a suggestion, you know, please have some of this. However, God had said if you do that then you will be condemned to death so later satan can stand in the assembly of the elohim as we see him in the book of job among the sons of god he can stand and say I'll, all i did is make a suggestion but your own laws now your own just laws require you essentially to kill them to condemn them to death which is what god does and that's very important to understand that this is the story of a dead race but So, Satan is is, is thinking more in legal terms. He will create a situation where God will be forced by his own laws to hand the scepter of power to Satan instead of to, um, you know, the Messiah. And so this is, I think, his approach: is thinking more. I have now have enough wisdom of how the universe functions and all the laws that God has chosen to create uh, through, and I can position myself in such a way that I will be awarded the scepter. So I think the modern day rise is about thwarting Armageddon. It's about. Um, this is the only thing he could possibly do. If he is the one that wins, then perhaps there's a universal law that says, okay, you now will get this.
0: All right, so- he being Lucifer or Satan. Let me ask you then, if if the the, the alien abduction phenomenon sort of mirrors the commingling of uh, the... Uh, uh, sons of uh, the angels, the fallen angels, and the daughters of men, and creating a hybrid race of these Nephilim. Why aren't the Why aren't we seeing giants walking around?
1: Well, that's a very good point. Um, I mean, uh, I'm glad you're using the word commingling because in the Book of Genesis, we talk about knowing and about taking wives, and it's very uh, sexual language. Clearly,
0: well, I use they, commingling they... because this is a family show, Ali. Yes,
1: <laughs> 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 of course. And so, um, the uh, what would Dr. Ruth call it, I don't know, it's, it's some sort of uh, intercourse. But here, uh, later we see a very interesting clue, which is revealed, as God who reveals mysteries, is revealed to the king of, Neb- uh, of Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar, in the 5th century B.C., uh, where he has a dream of imperial rule from his time to the time of the Messiah, And in the very last stage of the last empire, which is the one the Messiah contends with, we suddenly have this very enigmatic verse thrown in. And whereas you saw iron mixed with clay in the statue, in the order of the metals of the statue, where you saw iron mixed with clay, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men. But they shall not cleave one to another, even as the,
0: iron is not mixed with clay. This is the dream that he asks Daniel to interpret for him. Yes,
1: he asks any one of his sages to do. None of them could, and Daniel stepped forward um, once a death penalty was handed down. And, uh, and he was a member of the sages now, so the death penalty affected him. And he asked that God be given a day, and God revealed it to him. That this was the order of imperial rule that nebuchadnezzar was dreaming about and in the very last empire what we see is this idea and it's interesting the language is distinctly different from the book of genesis the book of genesis talks about knowing and wives suddenly the prophecy about this phenomenon in the latter days talks about mingling of seeds and you think is there a clue in that and once you look into the research you realize there is the word that's been used is, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men. The word they is the Hebrew plural pronoun like usted in Spanish or il um, in uh, in French. I don't know if it's usted, but it's il in French with an S.
0: Right. So in, hang on, let me just cut to the quick here. So in, in this dream that Nebuchadnezzar has uh, of this uh, statue or this figure, yeah. w- one of the empires, rep- it's the Babylonians and then the Greek and then the Roman. And then, and, um, and then the question is, you know, what is this final imperial or this final empire. Well, that's interesting
1: because we've now had to have a have a new clue into that. Um, there are seven heads of the dragon in Revelation 13. It says a dragon has seven heads. And when you look at what God calls Abraham out of Mesopotamia, um Satan also shifts his perspective from Mesopotamia to follow Abraham. And Abraham and his children first and foremost contend with Egypt that God defeats at the Exodus, the gods of Egypt. Uh, they do miracles as well, these uh, servants of the Pharaoh. And then from Egypt we see that the next power that uh, you know, Abraham's children, the covenanted people, um, struggle with is Assyria. The scepter of rule goes from uh, in Egypt to Assyria. And then we get to the time of Babylon after Assyria, um, so if the, the, there are seven heads, then there, are, there should be five in the statue, and two beforehand. From Babylon, it goes to uh, the next empire, Persia. the Medo and Persians, Persia. and the Greeks, then yeah. the Romans. Right. And, and, and so there is a fifth empire in the statue, um, and that hasn't quite taken shape yet, because for two thousand years, that's the feet of clay. They're they're away from the land, but when they click back into the land, we see a final empire emerging. Because the statue essentially is referring to the empires that the uh, chosen people, the people of Israel, are contending with, specifically
0: okay. at a time
1: where they exist in the Middle East.
0: But but back to my question: Why aren't the the why isn't the alien abduction phenomenon? If these are fallen angels. Uh, and we now call them ETs, this is the big deception. If they are uh, abducting humans, sort of uh, paralleling the commingling... Why are they giants? Why are they producing races of giants?
1: Because it, this time is very different. The evidence shows... Um, you know, we have documented it really well in UFOs, Angels, and Gods, and we're building on it in, in Goliath Rising. We've spoken with the world's top expert, and the abduction phenomenon is one that is scientifically conducted in laboratories to produce hybrids or hybrids. Now they look like us. Um, this so this is different and the Bible's language is very precise until now it's been talking about knowing and intercourse and suddenly in the prophetic language introduces the idea of the mingling of seeds it's it's suddenly new and we see that, it, that is very precise the language of the Bible is very precise that is exactly what we're uh, documenting outside the window today there is an actually mingling of seeds why because they don't want to produce giants they want to genetically produce um, beings that look like us and can walk among us and can infiltrate us and that is what the latest research is showing
0: Alright, now Dr. David Jacobs uh, who along with Bud Hopkins uh, were and the late uh, Dr. John Mack uh, uh, you know, sort of the cream of the crop when it came to researching alien abduction and, and Dr. David Jacobs has uh, under uh, hyp- hypnosis uh, dealt with thousands of of these individuals th- that he believes are sincere in their in their uh, belief that they were abducted. Um, but what what evidence is there that there that there are there are actually hybrids being produced?
1: Well, the evidence uh, that we have comes from the stories of abductees. Johnny Mack was the head of psychiatry at Harvard University. He shocked the academic world in 1994 when he released his book, Abductions, where he says when he spoke with these people um, and um, it, he understands how people lie and he said the way they were speaking about this phenomenon clearly follows all the rules humans follow when they're telling the truth. And and who are these people? They're judges, they're lawyers, they're scientists, they're police officers, they're people we trust with their daily life and, and they come forward with these stories. There is no reason to believe that they're lying, so the anecdotal evidence, from abductees themselves is a rich source of evidence. Then there are drawings, and we have many, many drawings from abductees in UFOs, Angels, and Gods that keep, people can look at, uh, drawings that we got from Dr. Jacobs, uh, and there are children's drawings. Children make drawings of their abductions because people are abducted from young age to old age, and, and children, they draw these things what we recognize as what the adults are drawing, uh, and I don't think they're watching TV or listening to uh, shows like this
0: right but but uh, if the intent here is to produce. I guess an army, sort of a Satan's army. Okay, what is uh, the
1: intent? That is a very good question. What well,
0: is, no, but let me just finish it. The point here: then why aren't the abductions always involving women? We have the Betty and Barney Hill abduction, which is one of the most famous abduction uh, cases. Why? Why are they bothering to abduct men? Why aren't they just focusing on women, commingling with the daughters of men?
1: Well, it seems that.
0: Two seeds
1: are mingled together. The seed of humans from the sperm is removed from the men, and there's genetic material, there's a bloodline, and I suspect it is the bloodline of the Nephilim themselves. Now we see that they have been having children throughout the ages with us. If This is a parable. The tares have been sown throughout the ages, and now there's a rich pool of people to take from who are genetically more compatible with who? With themselves with their chosen masters, the principalities and powers... Uh, the ones that are, have rank uh, and houses of these fallen angels, and so they are mingling, they're you know mixing our seed with theirs, and then impregnating human females as the gestation uh, period begins, um, and they're being then removed before the first trimester is is over. It sounds like a crazy story, but watch UFOs, Angels and Gods, and look at the abduction reports as documented by Jacobs. His evidence is incredible, and he has no agenda. So this is this is something that is different. They need men seed. They need men bloodline. They need their own bloodline, and they're creating royal families, and they're creating other things. Um, We have been wondering why are they doing this? Why why are they creating it on such a mass level? Uh, this has been a question since 1996 when I really started to look into this that's been in my mind. Um, and I've had different answers. So are they building an, are they just a series of ten kings or one leader? Are they building an army? But now we're seeing more and more of them massive um, proportion of, of hybrids that they're creating or hybrids. Why are they doing this? Well, I'm, I am starting to have a deeper understanding of the why. Well,
0: in 1991, uh, uh, Dr. David Jacobs, I'm not sure... I, I believe Bud Hopkins and I believe John Mack were involved in commissioning this Roper poll. Um, Uh,
1: Yes, David Jacobs commissioned this poll, yes.
0: Right, and according to the results of this poll, and let's be honest, the methodology of that poll has been widely criticized. However, this Roper poll claimed nearly 4 million Americans have had what they call certain, quote, indicator, end quote, experiences, indicator experiences, and therefore had probably been abducted by aliens, so if four million Americans, let's do the math, four million Americans well
1: well, he says five to six percent um, we have him talk about that that poll in detail, and he says that the numbers are more like five to six percent they're very conservative. so if we take five percent, there's three hundred and fifty million Americans, right? and if we go zero point five, that's seven million. Uh, abductees in the United States. Now if we say that this is a worldwide phenomenon because he receives emails from Egypt, from China, uh, people talking from Arabia, talking about the same phenomenon that he's documenting here. He now can talk to them through Google Translate. Uh, in, in China, UFO circles have millions of members. So if we say that this is, let's take 7 billion as as a sample, um, of the world population, if we take seven billion one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine, and we say zero point zero five. We get 350 million abductees among us. So the scale of the whole phenomenon is finally like the days of Noah, something we have never seen since that time. Um, in, in, in When we look at the passages that point us to the tribes of the Nephilim and the Middle East. Except, the, the, offspring,
0: except the offspring are not 9-foot, 12-foot uh, giants. They look just like us, perhaps indistinguishable. Or are they? We'll find out. Alice ten, ten, Goliath Rising. Think again, Don't go away. The truth is not out there. It's right here. The Conspiracy Show with Richard Sarratt from Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. We'll get back to our conversation with Ali Siadatan from Think Again Productions in just a moment. And the documentary is Goliath Rising, uh, which will be released in 10-minute segments uh and there are there is about 20 hours of footage but uh, 10 minute segments and it'll be released on Vimeo but right now the trailer is up at thinkagainproductions.com i just wanted to mention this russian scientists have located a secret nazi facility that was abandoned before the end of world war 2 this comes from unexplainedmysteries.com uh constructed in 1942 the mysterious base which was named schatzgraber i just like saying that schatzgraber or treasure hunter had remained lost for so long that many people believed it to be little more than a myth. The story goes that the Nazi scientists stationed there all had to evacuate the facility after eating polar bear meat that made them sick. Some have speculated that the team may have been deliberately poisoned. However, it is now believed that the meat was infected by a parasite. The Russian scientists who discovered the base have reported finding hundreds of objects, left behind during the evacuation, including shells and other World War II weapon fragments. One thing that still remains a mystery, however, is what the base was used for. With a name like Treasure Hunter, it almost seems like there could be something important still hidden there. Whether, Russian, whether the Russians will succeed at unraveling its secrets, however, remains to be seen. Again, that's at uh, unexplained hyphen dot com secret Nazi base discovered in the Arctic all right uh alicia and let's grab a call here Jay's in Florida tonight this morning jay hello welcome Jay are you there you're with us come in jay hello Jay going once twice and Jay has been abducted by aliens <laughs> <laughs> all right uh so um, I wanted to ask you about uh, dr David Jacobs and um, uh, Certainly, the uh, you know the uh, the pointy end of the spear when it comes to this whole alien abduction research. But what is interesting to me is that you're you're making these amazing connections, you and others, between the alien abduction phenomena and, uh, you know the, the, that chapter in Luke, as in the days of Noah. In other words, Satan, uh, uh, the fallen angels creating this race of hybrids. Uh, and but but Dr. David Jacobs. Is from what I recall, he's an avowed atheist. I mean, he. D- so, what does he think is going on then? If it's not about um, about uh, you know Satan raising this this army.
1: Well, he thinks it's about an alien plan to control humanity because there's a lot of telepathy involved. Um, the hybrids are now numerous enough to be a race of their own, like a fifth column, basically. Um, and uh, but they're like children growing up very quickly learning they're raised in spaceships now it seems that the abduction phenomenon w- is mostly about integration where the abductees have tasks to help integrate their hybrids uh, that they have known all their lives the or hubris, uh, um and so the, the story um, if to him it appears to be about controlling the human society Um, The research that he has just released in his latest book, which came out in 2015, Aliens Among Us, um, he is there walking among us. It's called Walking Among Us. He's presenting research that's already 10 years old, going back to the early 2000s, um, and the abductees that he's interviewing, talking with, talk about how integration, their job is to help integrate these hybrids into the culture, get them social insurance numbers, um, look, check over their apartments, make sure it's decorated properly. Um, And the interaction is very much about learning the rules of our culture, everything from eating to choosing clothing to understanding music uh, to understanding religion to understanding uh, even something like empathy and free will. Uh, which is very difficult for them to understand, especially free will, it's a very regulated society. So they're kind of like children, but they're very rapidly, since they're telepathic, absorbing knowledge. There's even accounts of them going with their abductees to work, and just observing them trade stocks, absorbing them in their professional sphere.
0: Parent take um, an alien to work day, in other words. Yes,
1: take so, an alien to work day. But in but FLE. are
0: they are they cognizant of the fact that they are hybrids? Do they know where they come from? Are, have, they, have they been told that? Do they know they're hybrids or hybrids, as you well, say? Well, uh,
1: you know, we have a small window through Dr. Jacobs' research, obviously. There's much that we don't know. But through the window of his research, it seems that they're more like need-to-know type of uh, creatures. Uh, and all they're told is their tasks and their immediate functions.
0: And is uh, there anything dis- that distinguishes them from other humans? I mean, have you, for example, do you believe that you have encountered a, a hubrid?
1: Well, um, I-, I may have encountered one uh, ironically at a show in Oshawa where you invited me to speak. Uh, that may woman- have
0: been Albert. I'm <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> that may have been Albert. That may have been Albert.
1: <laughs> um, and, and so... Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> it may have been Albert. You're right. Sorry, pal. Uh, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, just kidding.
1: Who, who, came, who came to me afterwards uh, and, and presents herself as an abductee to me.
0: Okay, just hold on to that, Ali. I want to hear about this. All, all kidding aside, um, Albert is going to beat me during the break, but we'll come back. Ali C. dot com, Goliath Rising. He'll tell you about his possible encounter with a hubrid... When we return. And Jay has joined us from Florida again. Stay on the line, Jay. We'll get to your call as well. When in doubt, blame the government. You're listening to The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serra. All right. Ian, my rockabilly friend, what was that music bed? It sounds like something from Satan's band. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, we are with Ali Siadatan. We will be back uh, to that conversation in just a moment. Uh, Just a a quick story here from uh, the Mail Online, the Daily Mail, uh, over in uh, the United Kingdom. Uh, The mystery of the Bermuda Triangle may be uh, solved. Hexagonal clouds creating terrifying air bombs with 170 mile per hour winds may be to blame for disappearing ships and planes, scientists claim. Of course, the Bermuda Triangle has been blamed for hundreds of missing vessels, boats and planes and ships. The 500,000 kilometer square patch in the North Atlantic Ocean still unsolved. However, scientists now believe the clouds and weather phenomena, uh, phenomenons are to blame. Phenomenons? No, it's not phenomenons. It's phenomena, right? Uh, shame on you, male. Anyway, the so-called air bombs can create waves up of up to 45 feet, experts have said. Hexagonal clouds creating terrifying air bombs with winds of 170 miles an hour could be behind the mystery of the Bermuda Triangle. All right, so another one solved. Check that one off the list. A couple of weeks ago, Howard Hughes, check. D.B. Cooper, check. Marilyn Monroe, check. And now the Bermuda Triangle. We're going to have to take this show off the air if this continues. Uh, Ali Seatitan is with us, um, Goliath Rising. Let's grab a call here now. I hope Jay is with us in Florida. Jay, are you there? I am here. All right, what's on your mind, my friend?
2: Oh, wonderful. Um, I have many things. I, other things I wanted to say side what I'm going to say, but I know we're pressing for time. But just I enjoyed you thoroughly on coast last night, and you did deal with your uh, critics very well. They were very harsh with you and your guests.
0: Oh, you mean the one Victor from Portland who called me treasonous and uh, said I was committing sedition?
2: <laughs> well, there was a couple that were just about downright rude but
0: um, well it, I, what did people think you know you, you're on a sh- we're on a program that discusses conspiracies it's like you walk exactly. into an ice cream store and then you say why are you selling ice cream anyway right <laughs> what do you make of uh, what we're talking about here the uh, the uh, the nephilim and the alien abduction phenomenon
2: well i'm hoping you'll grant me a little bit of time here i had a few several things i wanted to get into i can do it all at once or we can do it one at a time
0: uh, let's let's just do a couple. Just give me your your top two, and then um, we'll go from there.
2: Okay. Well, if I can get your opinion both on this woman, and I wanted to know if you'd had her as a guest, Sherry Schreiner. She has uh, several yes. websites. Yes. Uh, I, she's
0: a Go ahead. Yeah, I think she co-authored a book with Kathleen Marden, who uh, also works with Stanton Friedman. Kathleen Martin okay. and Schreiner. Um, Martin was uh, the niece of Betty and Barney Hill, I believe, and I think she's co-authored with Schreiner. I'm, don't quote me on that, but I, I, I think so.
2: Well, she does a show um, on Blog Talk Radio on Monday nights, uh, live 9 Eastern, and then you can access her best thing. But I, I'm getting her book, among many other books, Aliens on the Internet, and um, – with this whole thing, and who, who did he have on? Re- Jeffrey Dottery, George had recently on Coast. And um, so I'm hearing more and more about this, the Project Bluebeam, false fake rapture, with the white Jesus Christ. And to kind of tie all this in, um, they're saying that it, that's, well, they're saying that Jesus could be coming back on Halloween. And also that um, election day, that with this poll you were saying earlier, people don't realize how likely martial law could happen in one way or another. Medical martial law already passed because that wasn't stopped. I know they didn't get a million signatures with the CDC, um, but with there could be a fake alien invasion. And the first time I heard of this was an ex Illuminati member, uh, but he said it would happen to bring an end to World War three would be an alien invasion to make everyone um, quit uh, fighting each other. But uh, for your guest, or or you if you would know, uh, some the questions I had other than about that with the Project Blue Beam and a fake false rapture with the white Jesus Christ that Hollywood has conditioned us for, I believe the pole shifts maybe have been Noah's flood, and that's what we're facing now, which I'm very worried about because we're here in Florida. We're planning on getting a sailboat, but I don't know if uh, going back to Missouri... A timeline for that, or, uh, if there's anything of that. And I've been hearing him say Elohim a lot, and I'm really wondering and trying to find out the name and title for our Heavenly Father Creator, and if there's a mother. What I've heard the most is Ahaya, and before that I'd heard Yahawa, Yahwa, um, or Yahuwah. But recently they were saying that all of these are names for Satan. Um, and even a woman says, you, you say Ahaya, Illuminati slits your throat. So, um, she, she's someone on YouTube.
0: All right. There's um, a lot of information there, so let me uh, let me get Ali to weigh in on... Uh, it's like a smorgasbord, Ali. Just pick what you want and, and uh, weigh in, if you would.
1: Well, he, he mentioned, you know, what is the name for the Most High? Elohim in the Bible is used to talk about uh, the Most High God, but it is also used to talk about all of these other beings um, in the Bible, Um, And we see them, for instance, uh, behind the nations. Uh, It says in Deuteronomy 32, When the Most High gave to the nations their inheritance, when he divided mankind, he fixed the borders of the peoples according to the number of the sons of God but the Lord's portion is his people, Jacob, his allotted heritage. There's a clear separation between the nations and the sons of God who are behind them. We see that in the story of Daniel when an angel is coming to deliver a message from God to Daniel, but the prince of Persia withstands him. Obviously, it was understood in the Hebrew mindset that that was a principality, one of these powers that is behind the nations, because God has divided and assigned borders to them. And so w- the word Elohim refers to all of these beings who are behind the nations and who are with Satan as well as God in the Bible. The passage makes it clear where, when it says that God is the El of the Elohim, he is the leader of the Elohim. It makes it clear that there's one who created them all and time and space. But all of these beings that are behind the nations and who have been here for centuries and who travel in their chariots and who create misinformation and competing codes of knowledge to god's uh, word and and have this incredible temples and architecture that they reveal like god revealed architecture to solomon and moses um these the world structure that we live in which has been given to us from the codes of the elohim uh the fallen angels and god through israel and, and this is the story of humanity and they also create hybrids it's one of the other things they do that has a role in this giant story. So the word Elohim really is the name of God, but it is also the name used of these other beings, including Adam and Eve.
0: Okay, now the, the blue beam project you talked about, and this is the idea that uh, uh, supposedly NASA NASA is in charge, and, and they're going to use the sky as a holographic projection screen, and, they're, and using some space-based lasers, and they're going to simulate a rapture-type of situation and and whisk uh, a whole bunch into the uh, into Never Never Land or heaven, uh, and and uh, the idea is this this is a deception in order to usher in a, a new world order a new image or a new world uh, religion rather. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Well, does that, there's does that... an
1: old Illuminati saying at chaos or the room out of chaos comes order, and the idea is you create a problem and you present yourself as the solution. I fundamentally believe that that is still on the table as what would usher in um the antichrist um now whether it be project blue uh, beam or some disaster in the middle east or a nuclear war or what um, now there 's a new perspective that the Antichrist' realm is more local and involves Israel and the surrounding nations and uh, that changes of course everything because the leader wouldn 't be in the United Nations; he would be supported through a system of national alliances and We see very much that the world is very global through alliances, but the uh, nemesis of our story may rise in a very clear geography. Uh, in the Middle East, perhaps, and well, that uh, would
0: my, change things. My guest on Coast last night, uh, Carl Gallops, is pointing yes. to President Erdogan in Turkey as a possible Antichrist figure. Yeah, uh, so that's
1: an interesting yeah. point. Uh, uh, whether it's a Turkey now, Joel Richardson is the one who introduces Turkey as being where the Antichrist will come from. Uh, Schofield before him, uh, you know, favored perhaps Russia. Uh, however, I now see that the statue of King Nebuchadnezzar was divided into four sections by the Jewish sages who felt the Roman Empire was the last empire. But clearly there are five stages, so it doesn't have to be um, a resurrected caliphate of the Ottomans or a resurrected Roman Empire of the Schofield. It can be a distinct empire of its own, a fifth one. The reading of the statue is only four um, um, sites is an old reading going back to 2,000 okay, years so,
0: ago, Jewish thinking. Uh, so, uh, thank you for the call, Jay, in Florida. I appreciate it. So, uh, Ali, are you suggesting that this this final empire...
1: is neither a Roman empire. It's,
0: it's an army in in of hubrits. It's an army of hubrits. That's what you're saying, isn't
1: it? Well, the hubrits have a role to play, and they are a race, and the abductees are told that one day the signal will be given and then we know there will be the hubrids, there will be the abductees, these are some of the you know, the, the, the contactees, The one, those among the abductees who love what they're experiencing. They will have a role to play, okay, for I, sure. I,
0: we're just about out of time, Ali. I've got I to jump in here quickly and ask you about this this uh, person that you met at one of my conferences in Oshawa that you think may have been a hubrid.
1: Yes, so she came up to me and she presents herself as an abductee at first, then this very tall, very tall gentleman came, very flexible, bent down and told her that they had to leave, but she was telling me, why am I? speaking negatively about these beings, that she's been in contact with them since childhood and they're great. Afterwards, when I, when I looked at Jacobs' new research, I realized the hybrids always have a security agent and his role is to make sure they don't talk about what they're experiencing. And when I stared into her eyes, it was like a shield of rock covered her pupils and my mind could not penetrate her eyes. It was not other like soft human eyes that you can penetrate. And, and then I'm not sure anymore if she was an abductee or a hybrid herself, but definitely... With hindsight, I realize she was in
0: deep contact with that whole world. So these hybrids, there, there could yes. be hundreds of millions of them, or, exactly. or tens of millions of them, roaming the earth. We, they look just like us.
1: And what is the exact role we yeah. are discovering it still? A portion may be an army, a portion may be a new race, because Satan is planning for after the Armageddon, where his new race will carry his revolution into the heavens. And who better than to mingle himself with those who are made in the image of God?
0: But these these uh, hubrids, if they are in fact, uh, descendants of fallen angels, we're not yeah. talking about extraterrestrials here, we're talking about fallen angels, we're talking about, you know, Satan and his legions, then they would be, wouldn't they be like psychopaths and evil and, 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 and uh, running around murderous rampages and so forth? You can't really rule the world, uh, that way. They, you have well to, the world is ruled by psychopaths so Alan.
1: no I know but if you just went around and murdered people um, you know uh, like the isis or whatever people eventually will gather against you the nephilim lose okay. it's more sophisticated than right that.
0: good point but they would be they would be psychopaths they would be they would be incapable of true human uh, empathy. empathy uh and they would be they would be deceptive they would be evil wouldn't they Yes, they're definitely an abomination
1: uh, to the Lord, and they're always uh, destroyed by Him. Um, this is not part of the natural creation of God. Uh, but as far as how evil, and you know, look at Gilgamesh, he's very uh, wise in some ways and asks questions. We would think of it more as the offspring of lords of the universe. Mingled incredible houses of the Lord with the race of Adam mingled together to create, you know, powerful beings. Perhaps a little bit psychopathic, some of them, but nonetheless very intelligent.
0: And assuming positions of power, uh, uh, one would assume, and and also, perhaps those hybrids hu- commingling with other people creating what one quarter, uh, one quarter hybrids. I don't know. Well, we have to leave it there. Okay. Uh, but fascinating as See, always
1: the Qu- environment plays a very important role in all the messages we're getting from the abductions and from the fallen angels that there'll be an environmental disasters and then these guys will present it as a solution that is a recurring message
0: ah interesting alright global warming global warming you're saying Ali okay, yes. uh, think again Think I've always thought that global warming was within the spirit of the antichrist uh, glob- uh, thinkagainproductions.com you can see the trailer and uh, Vimeo it will be released on Vimeo in 10 minute installments Ali Siaditan thank you so much
1: you're welcome it was a pleasure
0: Ian Robertson thank you Albert uh, and uh, Ryan Smith uh, thank you until next time don't be afraid there's nothing concealed that won't be revealed and nothing hidden that won't be made known what you hear in the dark speak in the light what I say in a whisper proclaim from the house tops move over every day I'm coming home Good night. You're listening to Zoomer Radio in Toronto, CFZM AM 740, and.